Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Welcome to Face to Face. This is a show about change and about what's next. It's a show that wants to ask questions, peel back the layers of our average everyday experience, and go beyond scratching the surface. We interview amazing people with incredible ideas and stories who have done wild, weird, and wonderful things. Remember that imagination shared create collaboration, and collaboration creates community, and community inspires social change. I'm David Peck, and this is Face to Face. So my next interview is another TIFF conversation with Erin Heidenreich. She's the director of a film called Girl Unbound, and you're going to enjoy this conversation, I think, for a whole uh, lot of reasons. Her new film, it, it's, it's again, it's, it's, it's about everything. It's about fear. It's about family and gender and, and, and pride. It's about fighting back and about girls' empowerment. It's about, it's about freedom and being a rebel it's about hippies we even talk about hippies uh, uh and not only in our co- in our in our conversation in the interview but but it comes up in the film as well so you're going to need to watch this it's so current it's so relevant it's so important and it's also all about squash so come on you sports fans out there are are going to uh enjoy this on a whole other level as well we talk about a whole lot of things and uh, I'm really hoping that you're going to spend some time uh, with Aaron and I uh, over the next few minutes chatting about her film Girl Unbound. Uh, DavidPeckLive.com, uh, Rabble.ca for more information about uh, uh, my speaking and writing and, and, and podcasting. Check us out there. Uh, again, this is this is a story um, as as Aaron would say, that has gone beyond, uh, beyond all, about a person who has gone beyond all barriers. And I think there's something very human and I think there's something very universal about that. So uh, uh, buckle up, uh, conversation about Girl Unbound with Aaron Heidenreich coming up. Well, welcome to Face to Face. We're joined by another very special guest today, another filmmaker. Uh, Tiff just continues to ramble on for me and for some of the people that I have had the privilege to to speak to. And uh, director Erin Heidenreich is here today to talk about her film, her new film, Girl Unbound, The War to Be Her. Erin, thanks for your time today. And I think you're, you're in L.A., I'm in Toronto. That's, that's a big gap, but we're going to do our best to bridge that. Sounds good. I'm really happy to be here. <laughs> yeah, I really appreciate your time. It's uh, what's the weather like in LA right now? You know, seventy and sunny. Right. That's what it always right. is <laughs> this time of year. Yes, it's and, great. And yeah. do you, and do you live on the water? 
I, I live close, about one mile. Oh, very nice. Okay, I'm jealous already. All right, now that we got the weather out of the way, can we actually get, let's let's get, let's get into the film? I think we uh, we okay. we need to talk. So first of all, I got to say congratulations. Um, Thank you. And and what uh, what a brilliant film! I mean, I I every you know it, I I mean I love documentary film. I think. And there are certain films, you know, you kind of go, wow, this is an important film or this is a great film or, you know, this is a film. This is both of those, I think. But this is a film that everyone needs to see, it seems to me. Mm. Well, that's, that's wonderful to hear. I would love for everyone to see it. <laughs> when, when, yeah, when, it was quite an experience. When you went in, POV magazine says this, uh, quote, this film is an inspiring act of resistance, close quote. When you went in. You know, when you turned on the camera for the first time, when you started doing your first little bit of research, or however it actually started, is that what you had in mind? You know, this film, you know, what I had in, in terms of resistance, do you mean? Like, yeah, is, yeah. Like Maria's is, resistance? Well, you know, did you, did you have a sense for how... Um, how important this actually was going to be, where this was, you know, sure, it's a, it's a film uh, about this young woman, about this, uh, this, this squash player, this, this activist, you know, there's, you know, I, mm -hmm. I, I wrote, I wrote down yeah. some of the sort of the subjects about what your film is about, you know, and it's about fear, it's mm -hmm. about family and gender and pride and fighting back and empowerment mm -hmm. and freedom. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, Aaron, could we, could we add a few more things to the list here? <laughs> right, exactly. You know what I'm saying? Well, yeah, completely. Yes. I mean, you know, when, like all documentaries, they, they evolve. Yes. You know, they evolve as you're working on them. Sure. And when I first started this, it's like Maria, you know, already had a very unique and interesting story. Yeah. She, was, she grew up passing herself off as a boy in order to play sports because she couldn't as a girl in the area that she's from, you know, which is a tribal area um, in Pakistan <laughs> at the border of Afghanistan. And so she definitely had a unique story, and I definitely knew that there was going to be, okay, she went through a lot of obstacles in order to play sports. But did I know how deep her story would go mm. at the time? No, I didn't. Um, and what's also interesting, we started working on this a few years ago, um, the, the team of us on the film. You know, there was a lot happening with Taliban attacks and, mm. like, ISIS and, you know, all these, like, crazy terrorist things. And, and I remember, you know, one of the producers at one point was like, you know, like, this film you know, might be really... Um, really resonate with people if it was done right now. This is like three, four years ago. Mm -hmm. And he's like, I'm afraid that, like, you know, you know, people may not remember that all this has happened. And then, unfortunately, it's only grown. It's and only it's grown. continue to happen. And so, you know, that, that part of it has been, um, has been a challenge on a lot of fronts because it's not only about going into those areas and filming, but it's like you see... The acts, I like how you put that, the acts of resistance and all this is about. I mean, I really see Maria just completely going beyond, like, barriers in right. every aspect of her life. And I think, like, right now, and, of course, I have to bring up Trump, like, <laughs> at this time when there's so much demeaning of the other, right? right. If you're not like me, if you're right. Muslim, you're from another country, you know, you're not following what, you know... Um, society is it's a really divisive place right now and and unfortunately unfortunately i think it's i hope it's a beautiful film that shows people that there there's another side to this there's a humanistic side you can't you know put all muslims into one category or all people from one part of the world into one category i um 
I spend, um, I spend I spend a fair bit of my time uh, teaching international development, doing it. I've been on the ground. Uh, Southeast Asia, my listeners will know, I spend a lot of time in Cambodia working on my own doc film. The story, go, the, the long list of, of, of reasons why all this matters to me. But this weekend in particular, I had the privilege of spending seven hours with a with a Syrian family that has just come to Canada under our, you know, bringing the, the, this new policy of bringing all these newcomers into Canada. And what an eye-opening experience for me. I mean, you know, and, and to, to, to commiserate, to hang out, to just sort of, to share a meal with these folks and to say, and yeah. they're four girls and playing with toys and, and just the, the, the humanization. I mean, the, you know, just being, I don't know, just being included. They included me, and I hope in return I included them. And I think you really capture that beautifully in your film. There's, I mean, throughout the whole film, I think there's this thread. But, but, but there's one really beautiful scene where there's a very quick. Uh, I think you sort of uh, cut to some kids laughing and maybe carrying buckets of water. Um, mm -hmm. And it's just a beautiful moment. And you just, how can you not say, aren't aren't we just really all, you know, didn't we all start at the same place, you know? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. what, what, the, the division. I, I think and it's like, wonderful that you, I mean, that's, I mean, as I've, I've lived abroad many years and, you know, and I, I constantly come, come into this place where it's like you go to these, you know, these places that we read about, let's say, in the news or whatever, you have these depictions. And I really believe that when you actually can connect with the person, mm. when you can actually see what, you know, hey, there, and that's happened with Maria and her family for me. Like, I went to Pakistan, and I'm hanging out with this family who her dad, you know, on a very stereotypical level might look like a terrorist because he's very tall. He wears a turban. He has this long beard, and he wears the shawala kameez, you know, the Pashtun traditional um, clothing. But you know what? He literally reminds me just like just like my grandfather. He's cracking right. jokes all the time. Right. He's trying to be funny. He likes to do impersonations. Sure. And I really think that that connection is what can help us. And that's what I, you know, with, with film, it's like, okay, maybe I can't, you know, bring a bunch of people together and fly across the world to have them meet, you know, <laughs> you know, everybody in all different, you know, nooks and crannies of the world. But hopefully on the film, you can get a chance to just kind of be with them and hopefully like just connect in some way. Sure. And that's what really made sure. the film work for me is getting to know her family. So, so is... <sighs> So I'm sure you've done dozens of interviews now, and I'd love to ask, I'd love to hear about your TIFF experience, and I'm sorry we didn't actually get to meet um, while you were here, but but um, how, you know, hey, Aaron, in a few words, what's what's Girl Unbound about? Do, I mean, it's kind of, in a way, an, an, an unfair question, uh, but I've got, you know, this long list here of things that, you know, you could write essays about this, right? I mean, there, you, could, you could create a, a course on gender disparity, uh, around your film and use mm -hmm. it as kind of the subtext for for what's next, and I think that's really brilliant on so many levels, and and I think sp hopefully speaks to the legacy that you've left just with this piece alone. But uh, what, how do you describe it? I mean, wow, you live with this family. You, you you know, as you say, you've traveled and and you saw things, right? Um, yeah. Yeah, I'm really interested well, to know. Yeah, I mean, I I like to talk about it as a as a story about. Um, a person who has just gone beyond any sort of barrier that has come into her life, mm. Um, mm. you know, and because it's, yeah, it's it's beyond just, you know, what does your gender mean? Right, yep. Boy versus girl, it's beyond religion, what does it mean to be Muslim versus, you know, another 
place, you know, it's even beyond, like, what it means to be from your own culture, or East versus West. Um, and, you know, when, you know, Maria, when she's been growing up, and she's actually had done a lot of growing, I would say, and soul-searching during, during the filming of this, it's like you're seeing something evolve in front of you. Mm. And when we first started talking about the film in terms of, you know, its actual story or log line, it would be that this is about a girl who passed herself as a boy in order to play sports. Um, and, you know, period. And then, <laughs> and then we see the film. But, you know, like this is a real person who mm. is going through a lot. Um, her family's in danger all the time. And she's now living in a Western world where a lot of people in this part of the world are, you know, pointing the finger over there, and a lot of her friends and family in that part of the world hate the Western world. And and also it's, like, become, you know, in terms of who she is, in terms of what, you know, how she's viewing her own gender, um, it's really opened up in a lot of ways. And this is a long answer. Yeah, no, it's good. It's all good. No, but it's, like, the barriers, it's, it's it's interesting when people see the film because I feel like sometimes people take different things away from it. Oh, I would, um, I would think I so. Like, you know, yeah. Um, I mean, the the way that you're talking about, it, I feel like you're you're seeing all the different themes in it, and and it's interesting because I think some people are definitely attracted to some themes more than others, and and when it comes to what you know, Maria is you know, sort of going through and, and feeling out in her life in terms of her, you know, gender and, you know, sexuality and everything. It's, you know, people leave the film feeling um, a lot of different ways. And, you know, um, yeah, I'd be curious to think what, what you felt about that aspect. But it's, yeah, well, it's, what's, me, it's like this is what happened. This is really where she is right now. Well, I love the way... You know, uh, so I'm going to book. I'm I'm going to bookend it and do with it as you will. And and I'd love to hear your thoughts. But you know, she starts out by saying, "I broke all the rules." I think that's a direct quote, right right out mm-hmm. of the gate. I, I, and and then we go on to see basically how uh, how she was raised to break rules. Almost, you know, she talks about her dad being a rebel, um, uh, the rebel in the family, the actor, the model, which is so funny. Like, I think I would really like this guy. You know, <laughs> I, mm-hmm. I want to sit down and have a cup of tea with this guy and smoke some shisha. That's what I want to do. Um, <laughs> but, but, um, so, so she breaks all these rules and then you kind of end the film with, I'm really not sure who I am. I'm confused and I just really want to fit in. And I mean, I don't know how you can get much, how you can get much more human than that. Right. Mm-hmm. And so. I think she's, I mean, for me, the film is about so many things. And so fear, one of the themes I would say, or one of the threads is fear. You got the fear of the Taliban, you got the fear of the other, you got the fear of my own sexuality, the fear of not fitting in, you know, the fear of, um, I mean, she's, she's just talk about being taken out of one situation and tossed into, you know, you know, as, as an existentialist would say, thrown into the world, not of her own making, like, holy smokes, you know? dressing up as a boy to play. I mean, it's just, it's a crazy story, but yet so remarkable and, and, and ultimately just so human. And, 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 uh, so for, for me, I think I love, I love that she's a rule breaker, but she hasn't got it all figured out yet. I mean, what, how old would she be? 25? Yeah, she's 
26. So there's a real honesty there for me. There's a real authenticity to, to not only to Maria, but to the, to the filmmaking as well. I think that that's, you know, when you're deciding to make a film, a documentary, um, first of all, you're insane, but (laughs) 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 second of all, because it's just, it's it's such a huge, you know, it's a huge task. And when you're doing a film like this, where we're literally kind of watching, you know, observing her family and going about her life that Mm. we we don't know what's going to happen. You know, one of the things I kind of always center myself with is, you know, what, what is it that, that I'd like to see? What is the story that, like, you know, I can relate to? And to me, that always comes back to, you know, someone who has heart and someone that is going to be open with you and vulnerable. Right. And, and to then have the responsibility to um, try to mirror that through, right. through the, the filming and the editing. And, you know, with Maria, as, you know, I spent so much time with her. I mean, literally my life was in her hands, in her family's hands. Right. Um, you know, and then you live with all of these images and everything in the edit for a while. And, you know, what I, what I really love about the film, actually, is that it, it, is, it is honest. And, and I think, you know, it's, it's, it's interesting when you, you know, filmmaking and the editing process, there's, there's so many decisions you have to make. Right. And what I always felt really good in doing was thinking, like, okay, what is the story that I can tell that is going to you know, you know, makes sense, hopefully, to audiences who know nothing about the tribal areas of Pakistan, but that is also going to honor who she really is. Sure. And that is the messy, that is the, the bravery. Um, it's, you know, and that, to me, is like real life. Um, and, yeah, it's, it's, I don't know, it's, I guess what I'm getting at is like, there, there is a version of the film that I could tie up and be like, she is completely clear, and this is, you do, I could have that power, right? Sure, like, you sure. Say like, no, this is, everything is perfect in her world. That's not interesting to me. That's not relatable to me, and I don't think people can connect to that. Um, and that's a story we've seen 8,000 times before. Right. You know, cue the, like, <laughs> the happy music at the end, so... Um. Yeah. Well, I think there's a there's a I think there's definitely a thread here uh, for everyone, and I love the way you're telling a very universal story through uh, this um, this Muslim, which 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 is not 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 typical storytelling, right? Uh, in 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 the part of the world we live in, anyway, and certainly with, I was on the phone with somebody recently, and they referred to Trumpology, and it was the first time I'd heard the phrase, <laughs> but. You know, and and I think I think even you know, having just spent this weekend with the Syrian family, I'm I'm reminded again about you know how what 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 is what did she say? Maria said before before I was a Muslim, I was born human. Yeah. You know, and and for crying out loud, guys, why 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 the hell is it so hard for us to realize that? And and we haven't even talked about the gender stuff, really, or the the the, the, the you know the that the, the, the violence, the the gender disparity, men towards women, and you know just and and mm-hmm. and uh, but but I love the fact that you're telling this universal tale through someone that you typically in the West wouldn't probably probably uh, think to tell a story like this through, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, there's there's a lot of you know a lot of late nights of me really thinking deeply about, you know, 
you know, kind of asking the question, is it okay for me to make this film? Mm. I'm, I'm not from Interesting. Pakistan. I'm not Muslim. Right. Know? So do you, Aaron, and, do you mean, do you mean like, um, yeah. almost like ethically, do you mean? Like, is this an ethical question so, you had for yourself? Yeah, I guess that's one way, yeah, that's one way you could put it. And I think I'm, I'm also just like, you know, very sensitive to a lot of the conversations that, you know, are, are going on in the world and that, like, I, you know, like, I could never truly understand the experience of what it means to be, you know, black and growing up in America. Right. Like, right. I, I could never truly understand that, you know, just like I could never truly in the depths of my cellular makeup understand what it means to be, um, you know, Pakistani or, sure. or Muslim, because I just didn't grow up that way. So it's like, you know, I want, I want to, you know, really just ask those questions and go to those really dark places personally, maybe not dark, but just, you know, not blind in any way, understanding like and acknowledging, I think that's the big thing, acknowledging where is my, my perspective coming from, mm. because mm-hmm. it is it's a good. huge responsibility to tell a story um, about anyone, and, and so then there are these real, like, you know, factual things you can put out there that this, okay, this has not been my personal experience in my life, and... Um, yeah, and so and, and so for for me going into the film, I kind of just embraced that. I went into it and I asked all maybe the questions I didn't know about Islam, and I you know asked the the questions about all the different cultural norms. I did my own personal research and then you know worked with a lot of people on that, but also with the family because I thought to myself, I can't. Knowing what my just who I am, I can't go into this pretending I know everything, and so right. that way I can hopefully go into it with wide eyes and show, and maybe you know, maybe embarrass myself sometimes because I don't know the sure. whole thing of what should happen. But I feel like that's what actually made me feel okay to make this film because this is a film that I want people around the world to see, and I want people to, you know, be able to um, walk into it without any knowledge base of these areas or anything and be able to walk into it with these sort of, you know, you know, the, the feeling of, you know, having virgin eyes into all this and being, and that being okay. Right. Um, and so that's kind of how. What's so, you know, just to sort of, to, to, to jump off from that, 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 uh, thought, um, you're, you're developing the, I think people are going to leave the theater going, wow, that was great. Like, I want to, I want to know more about this woman. I want to know more about squash. <laughs> I want to know more about, um, you know, uh, all these things. Like it's a really, it's a great learning experience, but I also think there's, that this is working on, it's working on so many levels, so many tacit levels, so many intuitive levels that it's going to, I would like to think, plant a whole lot of seeds, drop a whole lot of pebbles into the pond. And, 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 and like, I think you said early, early on in the conversation, meet people at very, you know, very different levels, but they're going to walk out going, wow, that was, that was a great film. That was empowering. I feel, I, I, what, you know, she, she, um, you know, they were, uh, when she's talking about her dad, we were taught, we were taught to excel was the line. We were taught mm-hmm. to excel. That's just how we were taught. So clearly there was some sort of, I don't know, something going on in that family that, that clearly wasn't going on in other families. And I, I think people are going to have a real strong sense for that leaving the theater. Yeah, I, I I hope so. I mean, it's you know this this family, although they are from they're from this region, this Pashtun culture that it's deeply embedded in who they are and their culture. They are unique 
mm. in a lot of ways mm. in terms of, you know, you know, their dad was, you know, a firm believer in how women should be treated equal to men. And they, there's in this family, there's, you know, two sisters and four brothers. And, you know, they're really, you know, the dad sort of, he supports and acknowledges their, you know, achievements. You know, are they doing well in their sport? Are they doing well in their, you know, in school? Like, you know, are they being a good person? Are they helping to clean up around the house? And not about whether or not they're a, they're a woman or a man. And so he is unique in that way. And, and, I, and I, you know, he's very, very special person. And, um, you know, it's interesting is early when the kids were younger and even when before the kids were born, um, a lot of people in the area um, – would say really disparaging things about the family. Like mm. they thought what their dad was doing was, you know, it was terrible. It was, you know, you know, sinful even to let his daughters do what they were doing. And now, you know, as they're getting older, I mean, still, you know, Maria's only you know, 25, almost 26, and her sister's 27, 28, and she's the eldest in the family. Now a lot of these people are actually coming to their family and, you know, asking for advice are mm. inspired by the work that they're doing. And um, it's, it's really, you know, it's really interesting to see that, that evolution. And I, that's why I sometimes when I, when I think about, you know, the sort of great, you know, revolutionaries throughout time, right, the, the people that we can always look back in history and be like, that person, they were, you know, such right. a leader. I want to be like them. It's all of this stuff that, like, I believe her, you know, fully in this family, what they're going through now, what they've gone through, this is the hard stuff. It is, you know, and everybody is, everyone around you is telling you that you shouldn't be doing what you're doing. I mean, this is really in it right now. And I hope that, you know, in time, more and more people will, you know, come to look at them, you know, when we look back in history as, as, as you know, leaders and, and even revolutionaries in their own way. Um, but that's, that's for the history books. Well, well, that, we'll yeah, exactly. Well, I, I would say <laughs> I would say Maria is without a doubt uh, a, a bit of a revolutionary. I love the way, by the way, how you end the film with with her the the, the sort of the tracking shot of all the squash rackets and and her handing them out. <laughs> okay, mm-hmm. these are maybe maybe these are my students. Maybe these are people, young men and women who are going to go on to do great things. It's awesome. I love it. Um, so tell me something. Why, um, and I forget her dad's name right now, but why, how does it, how does a father like that, um, I don't know, develop his thinking alongside of his wife, with his family, in such a culture as that, and, and stand out from the rest? How does, how does he become a rebel? I mean, did you get any insight into that? How does he stand yeah, against this? Yeah, we did this? get some insight. Yeah. Um, and his, yeah, his name is, it's Shamisol, but we call him Shams for short. Um, <laughs> so this is, you know, there's, there's, you see how much there's in the film. Of course, there's so many things we had to cut for this, you know, length and <laughs> because you cancel every aspect, which is so hard. And, and this is one of those things that, you know, was in the past, but, um, you know, he, it's, it's a combination of forces and I think it's really comes down to almost this like nurture versus nature thing, um, which is my take on it, not his take. But, you know, he he was just kind of one of those kids who, from for whatever reason, he was just always kind of rebellious in that, like, he didn't really like going to school. You know, he got his hands on some, like, you know, Western music and movies, you know, you know, back in, like, you know, the 70s or whatever, and he, in the 80s, and he 
you know, wanted to become a model and an actor, and <laughs> he was always leaving the tribal areas and sneaking off to the big city of Peshawar as, you know, as a teenager. And so he just had that kind of instinctual, like, mm-hmm. he, he, just, he didn't like, you know, home. And it's like you can see that even in, I have lots of, you know, friends who have these stories as teenagers that for whatever reason they just didn't want to go with the norm. Um, but then the, the sort of, I think, one of the catalysts that he points to is that one of these, these points when you sneak off to, like, kind of the, the big city nearby, which isn't really that big of a city, um, it was um, during a period where there were um, a lot of Europeans kind of traveling through what they called the Hippie Trail, oh, okay. which would come, you know, all the way tracking across, you know, from, from Europe and then through Afghanistan, and they would cross through Peshawar, Pakistan, and then continue on to India. And so he talks about this one time where he met, you know, a couple from, um, I believe it was Germany. And, you know, he keeps referring to them as hippies. And they just told him all sorts of ideas about how women are treated there and, you know, sort of the, you know, this more European mindset about um, men and women's equality. And he, he brings that up a lot. So I think that, you know, he already had this nature, this sort of, innate feeling of Mm. not following the norms of his culture and then he met this hippie couple like literally (laughs) hippie and and then he just started like reading lots of books and getting his hands on lots of different ideas wow he didn't really do well at school he didn't care about the traditional learning right but he educated himself in other ways well what i okay so first of all there's so many things we got to talk about there but but you know just the the, the impact that you can have on others, right? Simple conversation, ideas, the questions you can ask, and so on. Crazy, this couple he meets on the hippie trails in 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 in, in Pakistan, just remarkable. Uh, and then and then what that all and then what all that kind of leads to. I I think what I what I wonder is I I just wonder how many of us you know go to bed at night and I'm I'm talking. Uh, all of us, <laughs> I'm not pointing the finger at anybody. No, we go to bed knowing that some of these things are right and good and beautiful and true, and we still don't do anything about it. And, and I'm not trying to impose guilt or if I was imposing anything, I would be like, oh, geez, I hope maybe our conversation, your film will convict others to say, you know what? This isn't right. We got to do something. We got to get involved. I got to write a letter. I got to, I got to make a film. You know, you say it's insane mm-hmm. to make a doc film, but let's hope there's some more that are made about similar subjects, you know? And yeah. and I'm yeah. always interested in that. How is it that this guy said, this isn't right, I got to do something about it, and yet all these others don't? That's what fascinates me, mm-hmm. and I still haven't landed on that. I, sometimes it's religion, sometimes it's people, sometimes it's mm-hmm. uh, love. I think love motivates. I think love is a huge motivator. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I'm not looking, Aaron, listen, I'm not looking for the simple solution, and I don't think you are either as a documentarian, but, and I think what I love and what's so beautiful about your film is it raises so many brilliant questions. What? Well, one thing, not that I have the answer to these big questions, how to create social change, because <laughs> I would love to do that, um, but there, but there is part of that when I feel like that I've seen, which is the idea of making something personal. Mm, you know, like there's nice. so much I want to do out in the world. There's so many things that I know I'm not doing enough to help this element that there's injustice at or whatever in our, in our lives. But, you know, so many of us are, are busy. We have bills. We have families. We have, you know, all these mm-hmm. things. And so I think it's when it becomes personal. And, I mean, I, I feel like there's even examples I can talk about in, 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 my, in my own extended family um, where, you know, I think that 
you know, without getting like too specific. Um, <laughs> hey, hey, how how intimate are we going here, Aaron? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I was I was just gonna say in general that I know you know people who are loving human beings who probably didn't really spend time thinking about gay rights issues or, right. or caring much about it or anything until one of my cousins came out. Mm. Then all of a sudden it was, oh well, okay, well I love her and I care about her. Yep. And so it, it twisted, started to put a twist on things. And sure. I would say even with, you know, this film, you know, with, with Jans, you know, him meeting this couple, it's like maybe he was interested in, in this idea, but then, you know, for, you know, who knows whatever happened in this meeting with this hippie couple, but maybe he was just, you know, also entranced by how he got along with them. Yeah. And yeah. all yeah. of a sudden there was something that connected him to these people that felt right in some way. Um, and, and I, and I, I mean, and even, you know, I hope with this film, it's like, it's about a, a Muslim, you know, woman where, you know, I have, you know, lots of friends on Facebook and I know some of them, I feel like have said things that are, you know, somewhat, you know, anti-Muslim, anti-Islamic, but then now because they know me and they care about me, they're supporting like on Facebook, this film, right. <laughs> it's right. a silly thing, but all right. of a sudden they're like, oh, hmm, well, okay. You know, it's like by extension, potentially, of, of making it. Well, and I think, too, what's so lovely about what you're doing, and, the, and you know, to comment back to your earlier um, note about how we need to make this film because of the timing and what's going on, and it's only sort of escalated, you know, the issues around uh, all of this, uh, the, the, the rhetoric and the war, and, or the wars, I guess I could say. So the timing is perfect, but I think this kind of change, I think it becomes cumulative. It be, so, so Girl Unbound becomes a part of the bigger narrative and a part of the story that people will look back on and go, well, there you go. There's, there's the thread. There's the connecting points, right? I, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that, that's what keeps, I don't know about you, but that's what keeps me going. I mean, I sometimes wonder what, why bother, um, right? Because life goes on and there are, you know, bills to pay and things to do and people to see. Um, but, but it's, I, I mean, for me, I just, it, it fires me up are uh, our, our stories like this, you know, and, 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 and I love how she, I don't know if this was sort of the closing image or the, the closing words from Maria, but she talks about, I guess, just sort of, I think she was referring to the Taliban mostly, but she talks about, you know, getting out of their shell and looking beyond and wow, what a, mm-hmm. what, what a, I mean, what a great way to end the film, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and that's it's exactly what you're speaking to, is that in this part of the world, it's like these kids, they don't grow up necessarily thinking, I want to be part, I want to be a terrorist and I want to go do all these things. But they are living in, you know, a, a place in a culture where there's a lot of anger. The things mm-hmm. that they're hearing about the American, you know, CIA drone program that's killing their neighbors. Yes. And if that's their viewpoint, that, you know, they're hearing Americans hate Muslims and they're killing my families or, my, you know, or my neighbors. It's, it's that anger that comes out. And that's why I feel like, you know, when you talk about the film or, like, looking at the thread, it's, it's not just simply all these people are evil. It's like, let's right. look at the circumstances they're coming from. Let's look at, like, where their, in their daily lives are like and their, and their struggles and try to understand deeply beneath it, and we have to do something. Yes, why, why, why do we even try? There's so much to do. But yes, we have to because anger only comes out of situations where people feel unjust. And that mm. anger, with our world becoming so much smaller all the time, will affect us. 
things are not very far away anymore. You know, uh, it's it, so like true. Very quickly, and that's why we need to care. It's so true, eh? I mean, it's it's true. Things are not very far. I mean, that's. I mean, again, I guess this is one of the uh, uh, upsides and downsides to globalization, I suppose. Um, sadly, we got to wrap up the interview here shortly, and I don't want to take too much more of your time. But I, I do want to ask you a couple more questions, if you, if you don't mind, uh, or, or comments. So, for me, particularly disturbing was uh, uh, the scene in the in the house when he's, oh man, when she's sort of uh, handling the AK forty seven. Mm-hmm. The was was that yeah. a, I mean, a, clearly a conscious, intentional choice to leave it into the film. <laughs> was that no, just to? I'm laughing because you were saying it's disturbing. It was very disturbing to be there. It's oh, yeah. <laughs> and I've I've been I've been around I've been around that I've been around some guns and you know AK-47s and so on. In fact, on my last trip into Cambodia, it's it's a long story that maybe I could tell you another time. But anyway, it was yeah, it was really. What was going on uh, for you at that point, and 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 was it okay? We just got to capture this. This is great footage, <laughs> or or well, yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it, well, I mean, first of all, most of the people who are talking amongst each other are all speaking Pashtun, so I don't actually know what's happening, <laughs> right. and that's scary. Of um, course, but the little bit I did know of is that I heard that there were. Some people far off in the compound or outside the compound who started to suspect that um, I was a foreigner and wondered who I was. Mm. And and so the friends that you see, they, they, they start kind of gathering together their, their Kalashnikovs, you know, the AK-47s, um, and, and they're gathering together and we're, you know, finding out if, you know, is, there, is something going to happen? You know, should we be prepared? Mm. There's literally nowhere for me to go. This is like a one-room, right? You know, in a compound building, in a compound in the middle of nowhere. In the middle of nowhere, There's yeah. No place for me to hide. I can't speak the language. I can't. If somebody was to come in and come after me, there's literally nothing I could do. So I'm sitting there, and I have the camera. I'm going to film because. <laughs> I, it's it's in a, in a weirdly like having that lens to look through and film, you know, kind of separates you from the anxiety. Ah, uh, it's good, right? It pr- provided a bit of an emotional filter for you as well. Yeah, and which you know it can be both good and bad. I mean, I've had to, of course, answer to my family many times. Why? Wait, why are you doing? This? Why are you doing this are again? You going there? Yes, and um, it's. You know, it's, it's it's a difficult question that I've evolved in how I answer it, but sure. But that and that's the thing about the camera is it it separates you, and that's not always good. Right, you know? right, right. You have to, you know, think about what's actually happening. Well, you know what, um, Aaron, the camera may separate, and in fact, I think it does, and I think it's a filter, and it's a media, uh, it's media, I suppose, and it's divisive and all those things. But I think your film. The story, the way you've told it, is only going to bring people together. I, I, I truly believe that. It's uh, so. It's yeah. Again, congratulations. And you know what? I, how about we end here, or at least close to here? You know, Maria says the uh, the squash is a psychological game, and and she said it's just so lovely. I so love you left it in the film, but that you bring fear into the court and you lose. Um, it's it's a great. You gotta you gotta get that on a t-shirt somewhere. <laughs> yes. Uh, well, it's, I mean, the words that she says are literally guiding posts for both my life and also how we told the film. So I'm glad you responded to that. So uh, a couple things, uh, girlunbound.com, 
uh, is a place you can find out more about the film. Uh, Facebook, that's girlunboundunboundcom um, I think you mentioned before that we were recording, uh, coming up, uh, uh, showing in New York, yes? Yeah, we're going to be having our U.S. premiere of the film at Doc NYC on November 12th. Excellent. It's really exciting. Fantastic. Well, great news, and thank you, thank you so much for your time today. I, uh, I really appreciate it. I hope thank we you. can, I, I hope we can go on to do uh, a, a part two in the future. Uh, we've been talking to Aaron Heidenreich, uh, the director of Girl Unbound, premiered at it premiered at TIFF, didn't it? World premiere. Yes. Yeah. Yep. And again, congratulations, and Aaron, thanks so much for your time today. Thank you. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.